Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for Why It Matters. And we're taking a look at this year's Slingshot 2022 winner. Yes, the award organized by Enterprise Singapore went to Peptobiotics. Yeah, the startup from Singapore stood out for its innovative synthetic biology alternative to livestock antibiotics. Interesting. They're competing in the environment, energy and green technology challenge domain. Petrobiotics aims to leverage advances in both human medicine and synthetic biology to create an antibiotic-free agricultural system. I gotta find out more about this. The first runner-up was E3A Healthcare and the second runner-up was Wasna, which both competed in the healthcare and biomedical challenge domain. But let's find out more about uh, their plans for after winning Slingshot 2022. On the line with me this morning is Jonathan Besta, founder of Petrobiotics. Good morning, Jonathan. Hey guys. All right. Congratulations on winning the grand prize at Slingshot 2022. Must have been fun. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, Still getting over it, really. Yeah, I can imagine. But I need to understand this company. Gosh, very interesting talking about a synthetic biology alternative to livestock antibiotics. What exactly is Peptobiotics? Could you explain it to us? Uh, Yeah, well, I think you already kind of gave a great pitch. So thank you for that. What we try to do is replace antibiotics in livestock. So farmers use a lot of antibiotics to uh, make animals grow faster and more healthily stop them getting disease. But they can't keep doing this because overuse of the antibiotics means that bacteria become antibiotic resistant and then the antibiotics no longer work in human health. So in 2019, 1.3 million people died and we're trying to provide farmers with an alternative. So we have a new technology that can control bacteria in the animal but does not create antibiotic resistance. Mm. Okay, so this sounds like what uh, my mother tends to talk to me about. You know, be careful of the type of chicken that you buy. Try to go for the more organic ones because it has an adverse effect on us humans, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to advocate a of specific course, type of, course. of chicken. But um, yeah, it's certainly true that putting too many antibiotics in animal feed is a bad thing for humanity. Mm, I totally get where you're coming from and, and fair disclaimer there. So this technology makes the animals resistant to antibiotics. Could you explain the technology a little bit more for us? Uh, yeah, so the technology makes animals resistant to the bacterial infections and it's an antimicrobial protein. Uh, so rather than using antibiotics, we produce a certain kind of protein which can inhibit the growth of very specific bacteria. So the antibiotic kills all bacteria in the animal's body, whereas our product will just prevent the ones which cause disease, but it won't hurt the good guys. Mm, Okay, so it goes after only the bad guys. What's the take-up like, or what will the take-up be like? What are you looking at? What are some of the countries or parts of the region that would be looking to implement this technology? Yeah, well, we haven't haven't launched the product just yet. Mm. There's certain regulatory steps and also manufacturing scale-up, but I'm hoping that uh, the slingshot money will help with that. and then, yeah, the the interest in the product is very high. As you can imagine, uh, a lot of farmers already are trying to or want to move away from antibiotics. So we've got people in most Southeast Asian countries who want to do a trial at the start of next year. 
and mm. we're just racing forward to try and get them product approved and supplied on time. I'm curious though, I mean, when you come up with a product like that and obviously eventually try and hit at various markets, right? Where does sustainability come into play? Is it something that, you know, works in line with food sustainability or various countries with their own food sustainability goals? Like Singapore's got a 30 by 30 type of thing. Does this help in any way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, on one level, we're securing the supply chain. So we're making sure that it's harder for pandemics to break out in, in these livestock. And so we won't see situations where, you know, there, there's a loss of supply due to something like that, like the ones with African swine fever two years ago. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, let, making farmers grow more efficiently and in a more economical way helps maintain supply. So in Malaysia, there was a limit to the supply because the wages of the workers went up and the farms couldn't grow as many chickens. So having a, a product like this, which can help them be more productive, is going to help feed everyone, not just Singapore. Um, so yeah, we, we see those advantages, and then there's also some you know carbon reduction benefits mm. if you're looking at sustainability from that kind of angle, because the animal uses less feed when they use our product, so right. there's less of an environmental impact. So it's very much like the sum of all parts in that sense. I'm quite curious, you know, what inspired you to start this company? What's your background? Uh, so I'm a molecular biologist. Um, and I think I've been really interested in starting a company since I was quite young uh, using biotech and I wanted it to be something which was good for the environment but also actually makes profits unlike many uh, kind of ESG-focused biotech companies over the last decade. So I looked at a lot of different areas um, and, you know, kind of had to reject a lot of things but I came across this particular, this particular market, alternatives to antibiotics, which is emerging and I thought that's really a problem that, Biology is uniquely placed to solve. Biotech is uniquely placed to solve. So, yeah, I got more interested in the area and started having lots of phone calls with different people in the industry to try and figure out what the real problem was and came over to Singapore to start the company. Mm. What's the R&D process like? I mean, what's been done so far? It sounds like quite an intriguing uh, process. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we've had to hire lots of very smart passionate about unusual areas of technology people yeah. to get this done. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got a, a computational pipeline which scrapes genomic data from plants and animals and microorganisms all over the world. And the proteins that we work with to prevent bacterial diseases are actually sourced from nature. So we find these particular proteins in the genomic data that we have. And then we have to produce those proteins industrially uh, using a recombinant process. So we have a lot of molecular biologists um, who are, you know, manipulating microbial cells and making them capable of making these proteins. Mm. Uh, And then they perform assays to see which one's the most potent and and actually get the job done. And then we have a a different team which does manufacturing. So they scale up production in bioreactors and do all the downstream processing and the safety tests to make sure that it's safe and all the rest of those aspects. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're great at this, you know, even in managing the team. But it's one thing doing what you're specializing in and another thing competing in a competition like Slingshot. I mean, what was it like? It must have been more uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, not uh, not the best public speaker, honestly. But yeah, it was, um, it was a new experience for us. We usually don't do these kind of publicity or, or competition kind of events. But mm-hmm. we felt that now it was the right time now that we've really proven the technology. Um, so yeah, it was uh, a new challenge for sure. Yeah. Well, the publicity doesn't hurt. What would you say was the hardest part of the competition? Uh, I think just yeah, 
reaching in front of hundreds <laughs> of people. When, it's so different <laughs> on Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit. So, okay. Um, yeah, that was a bit scary. So we're looking at $200,000 in grant money and 18 months of rent-free space at JTC Launchpad. So what are the plans after winning this competition? How far is this prize going to go? Mm. Oh, well, the prize is not so large compared to the total amount of money we've raised from investors, mm. but it is sufficiently large to help buy us a new bioreactor, okay. uh, which will be bigger and have more capacity. So that's going to help us you know, hit some manufacturing goals and, and prove out the technology a bit more in Singapore. Um, and then we've also used the money to hire two of our interns. So I've, I've given them full-time offers. I hope they accept. <laughs> and um, then, yeah, I also extend the contract with an existing employee. So help with those things. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can also leverage the publicity to raise more investor money. Yeah, every bit helps, right? So I guess from here then, what's next for Peptobiotics? So at the moment where looking at different places to build a pilot factory. And the objective would be to raise more money uh, sometime in Q1 next year and use that to build the pilot factory, get that operational for 2024. In the meantime, we'll use contract manufacturers to start producing sufficient volumes of the product for like commercial usage. And those will be going out on farms around the region, probably Q2 next year. All right. I've been speaking with Jonathan Besser, who is the founder of Peptobiotics. Jonathan, I appreciate your time this morning, and we certainly wish you the best of luck. Thanks for the opportunity, guys. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.